Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Candice, and joining me this morning, I have an incredible author. I am chatting to Matthew Bannister on his brand new book. How are you doing this morning, Matthew? Uh, uh, great, thanks, Candice. Yep, I'm good. Fantastic. And speaking of being great and fantastic, you have just released a brand new book and it is very, very exciting. Please tell us a little bit about it. Um, well, the book is called um, Songs from the Front Lawn. Um, it's part of a, a series called The 33 and a Third. Um, and these are books that are dedicated to um, like famous albums, like, you know, rock uh, or rock or pop music albums. And it's been like a, going on for about 25, 30 years now. And they've just recently started an Australasian kind of imprint so that now like Australian and New Zealand um, albums are now being written about and, and turned into books. And um, I think uh, Ian Chapman, who's um, from Otago, he recently released a book on Space Waltz, the Space Waltz album, which is a 1970s kind of early New Zealand glam rock album. And um, I've just um, released a, um, a book which is about um, the um, album Songs from the Front Lawn by the Front Lawn, who were um, um, Tom McGlashan and Harry Sinclair, and later on Jennifer Ward Leyland. Now, I think Don McGlashan is probably quite well known to your audience as, uh, you know, a kind of uh, fairly famous New Zealand musician, but also in the front lawn. They weren't just doing music, they were also doing film and theatre uh, and comedy. Um, so they were a kind of, you know, um, a bit like the Top Twins or um, Fly the Concords. They were kind of a variety. You know, they did a, a range of different things, you know, and music was one of them. So incredible, and I love how you chose them of all of the incredible Kiwi musicians to write about. What was your decision-making process when it came to picking incredible Kiwi artists to write about? Um, well, I've written a, a reason. Why, I've written a bit about, um, uh, for instance, Flying Nun and Dunedin Sound. Um, but I kind of figured that I'd already said what I have to say about that, so I wanted to move on and look at something different. Um, I have to admit, I mean, apart from admiring the front lawn's work a lot, um, I also thought that in some ways it would be an easier book to write because, A, Don and Harry are very, very articulate people. You know, they're really easy to talk to and they have lots of ideas. Um, and also, um, I think the second reason was that... Um, because the front lawn did a whole range of different kinds of stuff, not just music, I thought that would also make the book easier to write because, you know, sometimes it's quite hard to write about music because it's like, well, you know, unless you're going to actually describe the notes and the chords and talk about musicology and things like that, which most people don't understand, then um, sometimes you it's hard to know what to say about it. So this way I could write about the music, but I could also write about the kind of the films that they made and the shows that they did as well and how the music sort of worked as part of those things. And for our younger audiences that may not know about The Front Lawn and the incredible creative processes that they went about in the 80s, does the book describe those kind of processes, you know, where they started, where they ended up? Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
I kind of just talk start off by talking about New Zealand in the early 1980s, which was kind of like a, a really kind of key point, a sort of watershed in New Zealand history in many ways. There were lots of reasons for that, um, all kinds of things like the Springbok tour, um, and so kind of politics and sport, uh, nuclear-free New Zealand, um, uh, passing of the homosexual law reform bill. So there was all kinds of like, you know, sort of social and cultural change going on in New Zealand. And um, the front lawn, like Flying Nun, kind of reflected those times in many ways because, you know, um, it was a period of uncertainty, but also a period of kind of great creativity. And um, so I, in the book, obviously, I discuss how, you know, um, the front lawn started. For example, how um, Don was, you know, this was like his second or third band. Um, he'd already been in Blam Blam Blam, who some of you might know. They had a couple of big hits, you know, notably There Is No Depression in New Zealand um, and um, Don't Fight It, Marsha. So they were already, um, you know, he'd already had quite a lot of experience in, in groups. But um, I think he um, then left, and also he was in From Scratch as well, who were a kind of rhythm, rhythm ensemble, a kind of more experimental sort of... Um, musical um, thing that was based around rhythm. Um, so he had quite a wide range of experience already. And then he went overseas, as did Harry. And they you know, were living in New York and London. And they were experiencing the kind of arts and music scene there and picking up a lot of influences, um, which they then brought back to New Zealand. Um, you know, such as, for example, I mean, Harry, Harry was Harry Sinclair. He was studying comedy and uh, clowning in France, in Paris, um, where and Don was um, um, living in New York and going to shows by people like Laurie Anderson um, and getting ideas, you know, for how they might combine theatre and music and sort of new, you know, um, different ways. So, so yeah, that's the kind of back, background. Yeah, that is so interesting. I was literally enthralled in what you were saying just then, and your passion for the front lawn is so fantastic and I can just tell that it has come across beautifully in the book you yourself are also a songwriter and of course being able to chat to these three musicians quite intimately and getting to know their processes inside and out did you learn anything new about songwriting when talking to these three greats um well, I think I yeah I did learn a few things. I mean, one really interesting thing about the front lawn is when you look at their songs um, and the lyrics. Quite often, they don't rhyme. Like they have this way of stringing together words um, without actually using um, an obvious rhyme scheme, um, which you can also hear in some of Don's you know work with the Mutton Birds. You know, a song like "A Thing Well Made." It's more like a net story. It's more like a short story than it is like a kind of a sing-along kind of a song and um it takes a rare kind of ability i think to be able to pull that off you know to be able to write a song without basically using very many rhymes at all so you're just relying on the strength of the words and the strength of the story to get your point across um so that was something that i learned which is you know try to um you know you don't have to use you know rhyme rhyme can be a bit of a crutch for songwriters i think you know this has to rhyme but, you know, it also makes it more predictable. Um, whereas what the... It was quite unpredictable. Yeah, that is so interesting. And, of course, a musician like 
Dom Glashen, for example, exactly like you were saying. Our audiences are very big fans of his work. We are regular listeners here. We're always going to his gigs. And with musicians like him that have had such a long-spanning career and has impacted so many different generations. It's really cool to have a book that we can look at and look back at, you know, his start and how he sort of influenced different generations of music and different generations of New Zealanders as a whole. Where can we buy your fantastic new book if we're interested in reading it? Well, that's an interesting question because I don't actually know um, whether who stocks it in, in Dunedin. Um, I mean, I guess you should ask the University Bookshop. Um, so that would probably be your first point. I mean, it, it's available from Bloomsbury. You can, of course, order it online if you um, just look for the book Songs for the Songs from the Front Lawn. Um, you can order it that way as well. Um, so those those are probably the two main ways that you can buy it. Heck yes. Get your hands in the ruck, team. This is an incredible book detailing an incredible journey of Kiwi musicians. Who doesn't love that? Thank you so much for your time this morning, Matthew. I appreciate it so much. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, now, Seeds, that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.